I'm nice. And I'm naughty. And, and we're, we're both 40. 40. We're going to tell you how it really is. From our perspective. Tune in on Sundays at 2 p.m. As we dish on topics we're sure you can relate to. Welcome listeners to our very special podcast episode. Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday was two days ago. And though his tragic assassination was over a half century ago, his dream still remains with us. Yes, it really does. It's amazing how he's made such a huge impact on our lives. And not just people of color. You know, you are so right, Michelle. So before we get into our discussion to our new listeners, please subscribe to our Apple podcast, follow us on Spotify, Amazon Music, and now on iHeartRadio and Pandora. And remember, you can always check out our previous episodes too. Yes, yes. Okay, Tanya. So um, I was thinking we should start with uh, talking about uh, Martin Luther King Jr. and what he and his dream means to us. Let's start with you. Okay, you know what? I remember drawing a picture of Martin Luther King Jr. (laughs) for my book report in grade school. (laughs) And, you know, it's like, I also, I remember watching Paul Winfield play him. I mean, now the miniseries came out before we were born, but I remember watching the miniseries Mm -hmm. when I was a little girl and just absolute full admiration. And, you know, I was hoping that one day I too would be able to stand up for myself if I was ever treated unfairly just because of the color of my skin, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I never really thought about how integral King has been in my life, you know, even though he passed so many years ago before I was born. And it's like, as an African-American, his dream, it just means so much to me when I think about it. I mean, it's evolved as I've become older, like from being a child and now being an adult. I mean, uh, I remember what we both were at one point, bust out, you know, um, to a school where we were the minority. And there were some kids who didn't take kindly to that you know I mean I remember uh, being bullied by this one little boy who told me I'll never forget this was when I was in third grade that the uh, his uncle was a member of the Ku Klux Klan I mean I don't know if that was true was or not kid? I ain't gonna say his mm-hmm. name I uh, know he was blind oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah but uh, I'll never forget but I remember the one you're talking about <laughs> DM yeah initials, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was terrified I mean absolutely ter- oh, oh wow his name just popped in my mind I was about to say it out loud <laughs> Well, I mean, I was absolutely terrified. You know, (laughs) but I mean, I recall my first job. My first job Mm -hmm. was at Roy Rogers. It was right up the street from my high school, Mm -hmm. Uh, and I'll never forget this woman. And she was an older white woman, Mm -hmm. and she told me that she didn't want me serving her and that I should go back to where I came from. She even went as far as to call me the N-word. And I was the only person of color working there. And I'll never forget that my manager came over. He gave her a free bucket of chicken, you know. Uh, And, I mean, just talking about it gets me emotional. And he says, oh, you know, she talks like that to all, you know, all of the, I'm like, and I'll never forget one of my uh, co-workers was like, how is that possible? Tanya's <laughs> the only black person here. I mean, and, and yeah. that just 
stuck with me too, you know? Uh, and even in my professional life as an administrator at one point earlier on in my professional life, I'll never forget that another administrator who was in a higher position than I was, he made it very clear that he did not like me because of the color of my skin and because I was a woman. And he said I didn't belong in a position. And I'll never forget that he went around telling other people and spreading lies and all this stuff. And it was to the point where I got so sick and I developed stress-related psoriasis. I'd be in my office uh, crying. and I mean, it was horrible. Um, One of the benefits was that, and this made me think about Martin Luther King, is that not everybody felt the same way he did because he automatically assumed you know, if you're if you're white like me, then that's how you feel. And I remember yeah. him telling, you know, oh, she doesn't belong in this position. They would come to me and confide in me and say, listen, Tanya, you really need to know what's going on. He's not, you know, going to help you and this, that and the other. He's trying to hurt you and say all these horrible things. And, and so I appreciated that. And it showed me that, you know, unfortunately, there are still people out there who don't want to support the dream. But then there are people who do too. And it makes me think about how, you know, his voice still carries on his legacy. It still lives on. And even though there are people who might still be just as mean spirited as they were then Mm -hmm. during his time and present day, that there's still some really good people out there who have positive dreams and, and it doesn't have anything to do with the color of our skin. So even though I've had certain situations happen in my life, you know, Mm -hmm. it it never stopped me from wanting to pursue my dreams. You know, how about, how about you, Michelle? Yeah, yeah, and that's that's true. Like it is a, it is some is a lot of good people out there. Mm-hmm. So, but it is some bad ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this means so many things to me. It's um, if when you see injustice, to speak up. Like you gotta um, try to make a change. Like you have to speak up and be vocal. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say that like I've had it, that issue at work with co-workers but I have been in situations where uh like you know with my first job at Mickey D's like mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was out what is it with line. fast food <laughs> I know they always take the young kids and I was out on the main line so can you imagine what yes. I had to deal with yes but my, I remember yeah. remember we were there together yes. <laughs> that was my second job because yeah. <laughs> I was crying I was like I gotta leave Roy Rogers yeah. yep. you're like come and to McDonald's with me yes. but you see how remember how yes. they would take up for you yes like, so it was none of that going yeah. on you're not mm-hmm. going to talk to mm-hmm. my staff I still remember Frank yes um, I he, he was cool he was yeah, so cool he, was cool. he would not allow that mm-hmm. and he was white but you know so you have you have to speak up mm-hmm. and I've been blessed that I've had people that because uh, I'll speak up for myself but usually someone will uh, swoop in and say oh hold up <laughs> you're talking to her you know mm-hmm. so it's like uh they, they kind of it, it has been um a little easier for me mm-hmm. um then it's like uh I think with like with what I do now like with my job I feel like we are like the justice fighters, mm-hmm. you know, being a public servant. Like we are fighting for um, like uh, against financial injustices. And, um, you know, we work hard to try to break down the barriers. And it's a really hard task mm-hmm. because a lot of times, you know, banks will say, oh, no, we 
don't discriminate. You know, mm-hmm. we just did that. But you don't have this and you don't have that. So our job is to actually try to get the businesses to the point where they do have everything they need. So then it's like, okay, now what? Why can't they get along? Mm-hmm. So it's like we're we're the justice fighters. That's what I call my uh, our team. Awesome. <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, the racist, it's America. Like it's the DNA of America. Oh, and it's When crazy. you put it that way. You it know? is. So it's sad. Yeah. It's one of my colleagues said a quote and I was just like, oh, she said that America has been so racist that when you speak up against it, it's like you're fighting. They feel as if you're being prejudiced against America mm-hmm. because it's like it's made up in the DNA. And it's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, because when you Black Lives Matter, you think about that movement and it's just like they feel as if you're saying nobody else matters. And mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, certain things is like they feel as if it's the American way and it's OK, mm-hmm. which is not. Um, but I think that having a black president Actually, it made me feel good. It made yes. a lot of us yes. feel great. Yes. But unfortunately, it brought people out. Like, it brought them out and they are out with it. Mm-hmm. I've seen shirts that say, Don't let your president get you effed up. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> people are being very vocal about how they feel yes. about color folks or whatever you want to call us. Yeah. But, um, you know, people are acting a fool, you know, so it's crazy. You know what? Uh, I'm not sure. If you knew that 2021 is the 26th anniversary of the MLK Day of Service, wow, you know, wow. what do you, I think that's awesome. You know, what do you think of this idea of volunteering, giving back? You ever participate in it? Um, yeah, I do. Uh, I do day of service, but I usually don't do it on MLK Day. I'm mm-hmm. usually sleeping in because that's the day off from work. <laughs> but I, I will have my boys, like, we always do at least once or twice a year where we'll do something. Like, one of the best ones I, I remember doing is Habitat for Humanity. Okay. Um, and they had me on a roof doing the shingles. And it's mm. just, like, so cool. I had a hard hat, you know, and it was just fun, like, doing something and giving back. So I usually, I've done... Um, is it cradles to crayons? Uh, I've worked at a women's thrift store. I usually do things, but on MLK Day, everything's booked up because yeah. everyone else is doing it. Yeah, you got to go um, to the website. And- <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you want everybody to know about it. Yeah. And like I've had the boys uh, do a soup kitchen. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, <laughs> so bad. But I'm like, wash your hands. Be really careful. You know, like, because they're talking to, it's great to talk to the homeless people. But I'm like, you still have to be really careful, mm-hmm. you know. So it's just harder with your kids. Yeah. What about you, Tanya? You know, I participated in quite a few different days of service. You know, usually I do it on the day, uh, or sometimes they have something that might span throughout the course of the week or what have you. Uh, And it's always been really cool. I mean, uh, some of the ones that I've done uh, have just been like food drives. Mm -hmm. Um, One time (laughs) we did this one where it was. where it was set up kind of like a conveyor belt where you were in charge of putting like, you know, maybe your job was to put the canned food on the conveyor belt oh, and then nice. someone else had to put whatever. And then the other person down the line, you all put stuff in the bag. And I enjoyed that so much. I was like, I mean, I know it sounds corny, but I'm like, I think I would like to do this just um, to see how many I could, I guess, kind of like the I Love Lucy episode to oh, see yeah. how many I could get done. you know. <laughs> 
You know, some of the other things that I've done is just do like uh, playground cleanups and oh, yeah, school cleanups. Those. And I know some people, they'll be like, I don't know what you're doing that for. They just go and dirty it up again. Well, <laughs> you know, but it makes me feel good. Like, uh, yeah. I, I don't know why certain things give me pleasure, like uh, scraping the uh, gum off of the desk. Or I, I remember I like, like with um, graffiti and just painting oh, yeah. over it or yeah, whatever, like you know, and just so the kids have uh, somewhere to play and yeah. it looks like you know hey this is fun and and I remember even like just helping to put certain uh, playground uh, areas together like maybe they needed more mulch or something okay. like that and that's something that I really enjoyed doing you know I really I always like volunteering so it's not just MLK day or something yeah. like that uh, but it certainly gives you that incentive or that that you know desire to want to do something you know but this year uh, however with the restrictions we'll probably just like contribute yeah. to a cause because they even yeah. have ones where you can you know donate books or something like that yeah i'll definitely do like a contribution this year but um we've done oh my gosh when you talked about the school cleaning i thought about um, when we did one down uh, Kensington and Allegheny mm -hmm. and it said like things that you don't realize is that like we were sweeping up needles, mm. from needles. so it's like those things are really important yeah so um, yeah, I guess I don't know I haven't heard anything about the cleanings because the schools are closed and everything mm -hmm. but that was that is something that I enjoyed doing yeah. cleaning the schools for the little ones mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so Oh no, this has been a wonderful discussion, Tanya. Yes, it has. <laughs> so as I searched for a motivational quote from Martin Luther King Jr., of course, I came across many. But the one that really spoke to me is, you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> if you can fly, I mean, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. This is such a great one. Mm. Um he said that in a speech at a uh, college rally mm -hmm. and it's um to me it means like don't accept things as they are like you have to um push through yeah and and you know make it something more like no matter where you are in life you can always do better so you just start from where you are and you go from there I mean, if you're not happy with something, you got you have to work to change it. Make strides to do mm -hmm. something, no matter how small. Change takes times and yes. uh, persistence. Yes. You know? So what does the quote mean to you, Tanya? You know, I absolutely love this quote. You know, it makes me think about how sometimes in life we have excuses for why we can't do something. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. uh, we're not strong enough. <laughs> we're not big enough not smart enough mm -hmm. instead of thinking about what we can't do we must think about what we can do yeah whether that's crawling walking running or flying we must <laughs> keep in mind that our lives and the lives of our loved ones may depend on our ability to move forward you know good yes Until next time, whatever you do, live your best life by loving yourself.